Mama Mac and Dr. Angel Falzoni is right here beside me, PhD, licensed mental health counselor, and all that stuff. Are wow. you? Big breath of air there. Yeah. Wow. Glad to be back. I was out of town last week. Yes, you were. Not just out of town. You were out of the country. I was out of the country. And uh, Mexico for uh, almost two weeks, 10, 12, 12, 10 days, 11 days, I don't know. But it was wonderful down with our mission station that our ministry has in Puebla, Mexico. And um, mm, had a wonderful time. Cut some radio shows awesome. down there in Spanish, which was fine. I'm still having a hard time getting my tongue speaking just English, <laughs> believe it or not, honestly, because so much Spanish in the last couple of weeks that uh, it's kind of taken me a minute, but it's all good. And uh, wonderful time down there. Great with the church, with the people there, with the uh, radio shows, with People in the streets, I mean, mm, the feeding, uh, taking care of kids, feeding them on the streets, the ministry that we have there, you're a part of that. Uh, pretty exciting to. Yes, your to, pictures were wonderful. Oh my gosh, very. If any of you want to see any of this, just um, friend me on Facebook, Marsha McAllister, M A R C I A M C capital A. And it was just amazing, Dr. Angel, to see these kids that don't have a place to live they're on the streets the sometimes there were groups sometimes there were just one kid by himself and to feed them cereal and milk and jello and all the things that that uh, the ministry has there for them it was totally amazing and made me just so grateful to be a part of this humanitarian cause that we're doing. And we've expanded it, and we will tell our audience more about that, to include old people, which we call viejitos, those are the old people, at night, uh, who are sleeping on benches. On Most of them are asleep on the sidewalk up against a building to be warm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, a lot of the blankets we've been we've been giving those to the old people at night plus a meal, so that's kind of expanded the humanitarian effort, and I'm extremely excited about it. And um, if you want to hear more about it, we are in the process of redoing our Beacon of Hope website, so you're not going to find anything on that right now. It's under construction. It's the old thing that's up, but you can always get a hold of Dr. Angel at seven two seven five zero one six five five seven. Either for a counseling appointment, your business is booming, by the way. Yes. You've had the huge week with new new patients. Yes. 727-501-6557. And since you're a part of the ministry, you also know about the humanitarian ministry that's going on in Mexico, and you could always tell people if they want to know. Absolutely. Right. So... I've been gone, but I'm glad to be back and right here in this chair and enjoying Go Yard. And what is Go Yard? What is this show all about, Dr. Angel? <laughs> well, Go Yard, it's a baseball term, and it means hitting the home run. And so yes. being the great baseball fans that we are. That we are. Yes. Decided to take that concept and apply it towards life. So our show is all about helping our listeners just live their best life possible. Yes. And so we've tackled all kinds of topics in the five and a half years, five and a half years that we have been on the air. We will celebrate our sixth anniversary in September. Very excited about that. Uh, Love doing this show. I don't know about you, but it's a different, it's different than our Sunday show, which is about God and and the Bible and living a Christian life. This is practical counseling, isn't it? Yes, it is. And and why would somebody want to listen to this and tell their friends to listen? Mm, Life is hard, and we are all (laughs) going to go through things at times. And this this show is just an amazing set of tools to help people get through those difficult times. And I mentioned your credentials. I want to go back to that for for every once in a while for our, our listeners to understand what you do. You are a Ph.D. with multiple 
degrees, two master's degrees, two bachelor's degrees, plus your PhD, plus a licensed mental health counselor. So you have all those yes, all those credentials. Your office is in the front of our ministry, mm-hmm. uh, 2058 Weaver Park Drive in Clearwater. So it's easy to find, easy access. People can call you. You take sliding scale payment, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Based on income. Yes. And okay. I take um, health savings accounts and FSA accounts and... All okay. major credit cards and yes. Okay, so you've got all that possibility, and uh, you can probably squeeze a couple more in here no, and there. Yes. But you are a busy, busy person. I mean, every single day, five days a week. <laughs> Plus, now teaching workshops on the weekends yes. on Saturdays. I know it is getting really busy, and it's a great thing. So we do have a whole host of um, Living Well workshops coming up from February oh, cool. through April. Living and well, so, I like that. Yeah, so there are things like time management and healthy relationships and vision boards and learning mindfulness and a lot of really great practical workshops and so okay how can they access that information they can go to dr angels with an s development.com slash is there a apostrophe nope just Just dr angels development.com dot com and go to the events page, and all of our workshops are listed Fantastic. there. Fantastic! They're all just $30. That's not and bad. And if they use the code wellness, all lowercase, they'll get $5 off. Oh, boy. How about that? This is a deal. So we got our little commercials in, didn't we? We did. Yes. So we are so glad that you are doing so well and that the workshops are coming along and everything. And so uh, check out drangelsdevelopment.com. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I believe. Now, we started a series, <laughs> and we're not done with it. Last week, we had to do a rerun with me being in Mexico, but the title of this series is Developing Healthy Relationships. Why is that important, Dr. Angel? Oh, man. Relationships are really such an important part of our life right? and our happiness and our contentment. And you know, we are made and created to be in relationship with other people, yeah, and so that absolutely. quality really determines you know, how we're feeling and what support we have so we need to develop good quality relationships. and people that isolate and say i can live life without anybody there's something wrong there because yes. we really can't we we're we are created to have interaction with others absolutely yeah. doesn't mean you have to get married we're not saying that we're just saying we all have a need to interact with human beings and animals. Look how much we love our animals. Oh, yes, we do. We certainly do. Uh, so just to recap briefly, we the first couple se- uh, parts of this series were about self-esteem. Yes. So just, just in a nutshell, why does self-esteem have a lot to do with developing a healthy relationship? Sure. Well, we, we talked about the research that shows that self-esteem can make or break our relationship for okay. us. So the healthier our self-esteem is, the healthier our relationships are. And the, lo- you know, the lower our self-esteem is, the more unhealthy our relationships are. So people that have a very low self-esteem feel bad about themselves, feel like nobody loves me, everybody hates me, I think I'll go eat worms <laughs> type of thing, right? Uh, those kinds of people struggle very much in relationships, do they not? Absolutely, they do. Yeah. And so we established that. You can go to TantalkNetwork.com, go to podcasts, go to Go Yard and catch those shows. Now, some of you are viewing us on YouTube, and that is great. Go to YouTube slash Tantalk radio slash go yard and we'll have dates there on the shows and you can find the ones you've missed actually i have a date here that says we started this series on january 9th (coughs) so that would be part one yes and then there was part two and three and then i went to mexico and now we are on part four yes (laughs) so we skipped a week so um one of the things i want to start with tonight and ask you about um it's something that you made a note to me about, and it was we develop boundaries to the level we believe we have value. Yes. Explain that sentence. Sure. Um, you know, boundaries are there to protect us. That's why we have them, is to protect valuable things in our life. And so when we do not think something has value, we don't put effort and energy into protecting it. So we did. You did use the metaphor of a security system or something, right? Yeah, a fence we, or something. I sure. can't remember our metaphor, but right. So a lot of times people do. They have fences around their yard because things they don't want 
they're protecting their house or they have security cameras because they're protecting sure. the valuable things within their house. And now people even have them on their porch to protect their packages coming That's from exactly all the places, right? right? Yes, right. Because those things have value. So right. we're protecting the things in our life that have value. You're not Very important point. Where's my bell? <laughs> I, there, ring Let, it. Because that is su- such an important point because our relationships should be protected. Yes. And be and be valued, right? Yes. And we as individuals should be protected and valued. So when we don't think we have value, there you go. then we're not putting effort and energy into protecting us or having those boundaries to help Absolutely. protect us. Absolutely. Yeah. And we talked um, two weeks ago about so many times people have trouble establishing proper boundaries. They can't say no. They just get sucked into things because they feel bad about themselves. That's the whole thing, right? right? And, they, and so they just allow somebody to, I've always heard the term, become your doormat. Yes. Oh, yes. So explain that. And that's pretty much where you let everyone else dictate your choices. So right. you just tell everybody, yes, you overcommit. You aren't taking care of your stuff because you just aren't saying no. Not healthy. Not healthy at all. Okay. So tonight we're going into a new phase of this, and it is actually part four of this series. And we're going into the phase of codependency. And we have done series on codependency in the past. You can go to our website now. Here it is, goyard2014.org, O-R-G. That's the year we began this show, goyard2014.org, O-R-G. And go back to some of these series, because we have titles on our website, right, of these shows. So uh, explain what codependency is. I think this is a term that some people just absolutely can't wrap their heads around what it means to be codependent. Okay, so being codependent is an excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a person for meeting nearly all of their emotional and self-esteem needs. So somebody who is completely dependent on someone else, right? Yes. For their own personal needs, right? Exactly. Okay, so what's wrong with that? Uh, it's completely <laughs> unhealthy. Yeah, I know. Well, and the title of this is Developing Healthy Relationships. Well, it's not only well, unhealthy, it. but it's not someone else's responsibility to, to make take sure care of you. our needs are met. Right. Okay, so um, how does that depend? How does what's the link between slow self-esteem and codependency? Why do we bring that topic codependency in to this discussion of developing healthy relationships? That's what I want to ask you. No, that's a great question. Um, you know, as we talked in the first show, there's that huge link between the low self-esteem the unhealthy boundaries and the codependency. So they all kind of go hand in hand. So individuals with low self-esteem are more likely to be codependent because they have learned to hide their feelings. They withdraw. They try to please others. They're ignoring their own needs. And that leads into those codependent, unhealthy So in other words, they have to have people in their life that they can enable Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yes. You want to define enable for some people that may not know what that means? You know, when we're enabling something, somebody, we're, we're providing them the opportunity to continue, usually in some kind of self-destructive behavior. Right. We're rescuing them from the consequences of it. We are helping provide them the opportunities to keep doing Enabling has to do a lot of times with people that are associated with people that are alcoholics or, or addicts. It can, not the, always. Not always, but yes, they're very much Why? associated with Why? that. And, you know, well, people with substance abuse issues, you know, they're the other person is trying to keep them from the consequence so others don't find oh, out or they don't, don't lose don't. their Let's job. Let's go bail him out. Let's go bail him out yes. because we don't want him to sit in jail. Exactly. Right. You know, they make excuses for the bad behavior. They right. try to cover it up so others don't see it. And so they are enabling this person to continue in this self-destructive behavior. So let me give you another example. The person who is in a relationship where they are abused, mm-hmm. whether it be physically, violence, whether it be emotionally being screamed at, yelled at, called all kinds of names, whether that person that's in that relationship with them just doesn't ever talk to them, or uh, sexual abuse, whatever, rape, whatever it can be. Those are all things that the person that's suffering that needs to understand you're not in a healthy relationship, right? Correct. Very correct. You want to amplify on all that? Sure. You know, and a lot of times... 
people are in those abusive relationships and they keep making excuses. Well, if I just made them happy or if I just clean the house better or if I could just keep the kids quiet, like I hear that all the time in the counseling room. If I could and fill in the blank because they're taking the responsibility they take for the responsibility. someone else's bad behavior. And, and folks out there, that is not a healthy relationship not at all that is not a healthy relationship and and so often we see this as women being the victims and and i suppose because so m- many are dependent on the paycheck for the husband from the husband or, or the boyfriend or whatever right i mean you want to amplify on that concept well you know it, it can't doesn't have to just it, be women no I know. The, no it does not have to be in fact there are many times men are also victims and absolutely society hasn't quite caught up with that the courts haven't quite caught up with that um, and I think women were more traditionally the victims because yes they're you know, go back a couple generations, women were home raising the kids, they had no financial capabilities. And so it was easier for them to become victims because they were very dependent on the man. In today's world, women and men are working equally. um, And so either one, and it doesn't, and finances does not have to be tied to this at all. It can just be that one person in that relationship wants to control everything and wants to approve or disapprove. No, you're not going to go there or no, you're not going to do that. In other words, take away that person's freedom and their individuality, correct? Yes, and take away their space. So, you know, I want your passwords to your email, your passwords to your cell phone, who you're texting. Let's talk about that a minute because we brought that up two weeks ago, but we were right, I think, close to the end of the show. And I wanted you to amplify on what the problem is with that because uh, some people listening may say, well, hey, I deserve to know his stuff so I can keep tabs on him. Well, or if they have nothing person. to hide, then yeah, why can't they give right. it to me? Don't we? I hear that? that one. Right. And that is so unhealthy, first of all. People. As in, we are individuals first, and then we're individuals who come into relationship. But when we do not have the trust, right. you, you don't want passwords because you're not trusting somebody's behavior. Yeah. Let's, there's no other reason. No, there Let's is no other reason, down. right? Otherwise, I mean, you just want to see what he said to his boss about this account or whatever. No. It's, or you're insecure. You know, right. It breaks down to... to some primary struggles there that's not healthy people should be able to have private individual conversations with other people in their life so i'll be the devil's advocate and the lady says wait a minute no he's my husband i need to know everything there is to do know about him or we could reverse that she's my wife and so i want to know what she says to her mother because i bet she's talking about me or whatever right well i'm going to tell you you're in a really unhealthy relationship that's that's being smothered Right. And that's coming into that codependency, codependent relationship. That's how it ties in, right? Yes. Is when I get all my emotional needs are most of them from this one person. So anybody else in their life can be threatening them meeting my needs. I need them to myself. So a lot of times codependent relationships, we don't want people to have other friendships or family relationships. Mm -hmm. Jealousy. Jealousy with kids. Yes. I've seen it all over. Yes. I've heard people say, uh, well, we were happily married till the children came along. Oh, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. You want to amplify on that? Oh, you of mother of three and me, mother of three? (laughs) Well, you know, the amplification on that is uh, the children did not make or break that relationship. The relationship had its issues way before those children came along. Most people believe the children are the fix. Right. They think children are the glue. Oh, if we could just have a baby, we'll be fine. Everything's going to be great if we just had a baby. And what they do not realize is children are, I call them the sandpaper. So if there's any problem in a relationship, oh. children are going to rub it raw. Because right. it's more stress, you, you lose yes. time, finances, yes. like all kinds of stuff. So they kind of reveal what was already there in problem form. Right. It, yeah. And a lot of times people have babies uh, because that's the popular thing to do or that's what their mother wants them to do or, or whatever. Or it's going to tie the other person it's down. It's tie the other person down financially. And yes, exactly. They have to be with me now. We have a kid together. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about here with this codependency. So is it a common problem, Dr. Angel, before we go to break? I just want mm-hmm. you to talk about codependency as an, a, a real 
uh, emotional mental health issue or not? Is it just a term that people throw around all the time, but it doesn't mean much? Oh, I think it means a lot. I um, do too. That's why I want you to make a bigger <laughs> deal of this. Well, you know, people who are stuck in this codependent way of thinking, first of all, they are unhealthy. They are usually plagued with emotional highs and emotional lows that are always dependent on another person in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't see value in who they are. They are constantly looking for others to give them that value. They want to control or smother a situation because the insecurity is there it's the insecurity isn't it? and so it's a miserable existence and so many people in codependent relationships to have it in their head the way the relationship is supposed to go oh yes they have Do you I, want to amplify I, on that before we go to break yeah I, I mean because that i have heard as a pastor hearing in counseling i've heard that well uh, she's supposed to do this you know or he's supposed to act like this you know correct i call it the cinderella effect the Cinderella effect. I like you that. You know, um, yeah. and I tell everyone, Disney lied to you because there is no such thing as happily ever after. <laughs> it's true. But they do. They get this image in their head. <laughs> it's kind of like the vacation movie, you know, when Clark gets this oh, image of gosh, what the perfect yes, road trip, right? that's a great movie. That's what codependent people tend to do with their friendships and romantic yes. they, or even their family. They idealize this. A perfect image in their head of what it should look like. And how that person is going to meet all their needs. Oh, yes. And they will never have a problem again or a worry again because they have this person by them side, you know, and they will compromise anything and everything to make sure that they have this person. And absolutely. And reality sets in. (laughs) Reality sets in. We're going to talk more about codependency. And we welcome you to go to our website, Goyard2014. Dot org and check out a lot of these shows from the last five and a half years. Also, um, and I want to repeat this, if you have a pen, write it down, Dr. Angel's phone number. If you or somebody you know wants a counselor that is excellent, and she is in her profession, excellent, uh, went into private practice a year ago after working for corporations for a long time, but this was your dream, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. So why'd you go into private practice before we go to break? I keep saying uh, we're going to go to break. We are. But why'd you go into private practice? Well, this was the original reason why I, I got into mental health is to work with individuals and help them live the best life possible. And I got out of that corporate part of mental health. And now I'm back into working one-on-one with people and working in great workshops and helping people really live their best life. And you got a new sofa in your office this I week. Do. And that's very nice. So people you can be comfortable in her beautiful <laughs> office. All right. We're coming right back. Don't go anywhere this is go yard Professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Who will be there? There at the end, standing there as the 
the studio as we usually are. And the phone number here if you want to call in, ask a question, or a comment. 727-441-3000, right? That's it. Yeah, I haven't said that for a while. 727-441-3000. We did your commercial, and we just heard mine. Yes. And but that was cut when we first, that's my son who came up with the Go Yard thing, Ryan. And that was cut back when five and a half years ago. So I've been doing real estate almost 29 years now, not 23. And uh, so my phone number, if you want to list your house or if you want to buy one or if you know somebody who wants to, uh, my phone number that was just there on the commercial is 727 727- Four one seven zero seven zero seven, and I'm going to give your phone number again because I want you to really let them know how 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 involved you become with your patients. I, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you care deeply about their progress. I do, and I uh, give give us a pitch for you. Oh, a pitch for me. Well, first of all, yes, I do care deeply. And my goal is every person's treatment is absolutely individual to that person. Right. We work on a strengths-based approach, which means we look for what's working right and use that to help give you the tools and skills to make up the things that are that are that you're struggling with so that you get better quicker. So a lot of people that come in, my patients come in, they're within 12, you know, 14 weeks, like they have met most of all their treatment goals. Yeah. Um, so they get, you know, they get those tools and they get back to live in their life and, and they're moving through it. So it's not something they have to be in counseling for the next five years. Yeah, no, I'm not that kind of. You are not that kind of a therapist. So 727-501-6557, Dr. Angel's phone number. We're talking tonight about part four, developing healthy relationships. So we have established that low self-esteem really makes people uh, more vulnerable to codependency. Oh, yes. Would you agree? Absolutely. And poor boundary setting, correct? Okay, so... Um, you know, it, with codependency, people are always thinking that if I just found the right guy or the right girl, it's going to everything's going to change and I can settle down and quit being on match or quit looking and and, I, and just the right person. But I got to find the right person that's going to meet all my needs. Right. I've yes. heard that many times. Oh, yes. you, do you hear that in counseling? Oh, yes. Okay. They want this magic I call it the magic fix. Yeah. You know, so the individual who's codependent, yep, they're looking for that magical person. You know, the person right. who has like deep financial problems, they're looking for that lottery winning oh, lottery yeah, ticket. Sure, you know. of course. So we're looking yeah. for these magic fixes. The problem is one person cannot meet all your emotional, social needs, period. We weren't designed that way. And it's not one person's responsibility. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that the goal for marriage that you find somebody that will meet all of your emotional, financial, and everything else needs. No, that is not the goal of marriage. Oh, I thought it was. Well, <laughs> not, you would think it was with, with codependent people. That's what they're looking for. Yes, they're looking for this perfect image that they've kind of mustered up in their head of what that relationship will be. And then they try to kind of turn whoever they have in their life into that mental image of who they want them to be. Uh, 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 you said something very important. They try to turn somebody into. So it is a manipulation type relationship. Yes. And it's, I need you to be this way. I need you to tell me this. I need you to meet this need. I need you to, it's, it's, I need you to. Yes. And right? then, yes. And they, do they may use guilt manipulation all kinds of things to try and change another person into what they need them to be oh, i hear you can change people when you marry him right <laughs> it does not happen you can't I, change anybody but yourself i agree but you I'm know i'm teasing you because you can but i hear it like i was working with um an individual gentleman who was he's looking for a long-term relationship and you know he started dating and he started dating this woman who wasn't and was he, it looking for that? No, she right. was just looking for companionship. And he wants to have this relationship with her. And he's like, well, I, I, I want her to be in a long-term relationship with me. And I'm like, but she clearly stated that's not what she wants. So why, what are you doing? If companionship isn't enough with her, you're not changing. That's but, not your job. But see, that's what codependent people do. Right. Okay, I want this set of things. So I... I got to question you, make sure you're going to be able to provide all those things, right? Or I've got to be alluring enough or interesting enough or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 
Yes. And so they come in that relationship, and that's what makes them so unhealthy, those codependent relationships. And a lot the smothering. Talk about that. You know, um, well, because there's a lot of insecurity, there's a lot of low self-esteem, poor boundaries. We don't, we're not building trust because codependents typically go straight into a relationship and spill everything out on the first date or their first meeting and tell you know, too much. Tell too much, and they want these relationships to go hyperdrive into intimacy, whatever that is. If it's you know conversational intimacy to physical intimacy, they're like, bam. You know, Right. They're, they're waiting for the I love you on the second date and right. moving in, you know, yes. soon after. And like they want these things to just. They want that person to want to be with them all weekend and all that thing. Exactly. And, and But the problem is that a codependent. It, let me let me let me ask you this. Let me phrase it as a question. Can a codependent truly get all those needs met? No. Why? Well, because one person is cannot meet all of our needs. Our needs are made multifaceted because we are supposed to have different types of relationships in our life. We need friends. We need, you know, our right. children or our nieces and nephews. We need family. We need, mm-hmm. you know, peers. We need romantic, rela- you know, we need different parts of our lives. We need all kinds of relationships. But the person who says, I am just going to find the right person that will adore me and want to be with me all the time and can't get enough of me, quote unquote, quote unquote. What do you say? Well, it's unrealistic and it's unhealthy. Why is it unhealthy? Because one person is not meant to meet all of our needs, A, and it's unhealthy for both people just to have one primary relationship in your life. Like, we need other people. We need other relationships. Okay, I am going to ask you a question that I yes. think is important in this discussion. I believe that people need to learn to be content with being alone. Agreed. For sometimes, let's say you got divorced, don't get married in three months. No. But that happens. Yes. Don't, you know, don't get into this serious relationship a week after you just leave the other one. Correct. Right? Why not? Because you're walking right, you're setting yourself up in a perfect recipe for unhealthy. And if you are not content being alone, you will never be content in a relationship. Oh, my. Why don't you say that again so I can ring my bell? If you are not content being alone, you will never be content in a relationship. If you are not not? enough within yourself, because... Wait a minute. The other person completes me. That's all I need is this other person. He's so cute. Look at him. He's bad. As we have said on so many of our shows, a healthy <laughs> relationship is not out of our need. It's out of our overflow. Oh, oh, that. Wait a minute. Say that again so I can ring my bell. A healthy relationship is not out of our need. It is out of our overflow. Meaning. Meaning. I get my needs met without this primary romantic relationship. So what I have extra, I'm sharing with this other person. That's healthy. But for the person who says, I ha- I, I, no, I don't understand that because I have these needs and I need a person who will love me, who will adore me, who will make me special, who will make tell me how I get, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, fill in the blank. So I'm going to go all the way back to it is you do need a person who will love you and tell you to make you special. You need you oh, to gosh. love you and uh, value you and tell you you're special. My is getting tired. <laughs> Say that again. You do need that person, but it, it has to come from you inside of you. That was a forerunner. It was because it's the truth. Why? Why does it have to come from you? Because people out there right now are listening and going, I disagree. I just need that perfect guy. I just need that perfect person to come to my life. I need, I need that Mr. Right. Okay. So first of all, perfect and human are just, that's an oxymoron. Like there's perfect no such, and human? There's no such thing as perfect <laughs> and human. A. B. That's a good point. If we have, if we can't, we can only receive love based on the amount of love we have for ourselves, the amount of of acceptance and love and value we have on ourselves. Okay, well, that goes back to self-esteem. Yes, it does. Low self-esteem means you don't value you and see your benefit. People who allow strangers, I'm just going to say this strongly, people who allow a stranger they met three days ago to, to come to their home and go to bed with them, 
there's something wrong with that. Absolutely. What is wrong with that? Well, first of all, you don't have any value for yourself because you're not Why? protecting your heart, your body, your all of you. You're not protecting yourself at all, period. And that's a big concern. And, and, and in time, things are found out about a person, right, mm-hmm. if you're dating them, right? Mm-hmm. In time, you begin to see, wait a minute, that guy's got a temper. I just saw how he treated that waiter, mm-hmm. right? Or I just saw how he overreacted to blah, 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 to his son on the phone or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Those things don't come out on the first date. Oh, no. Because everybody's on their best behavior People on the first, second, things. third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever dates, right? Yes. They're on their best behavior because they're trying to. Well, you know, actually, you know, it's kind of ironic. Tyler Perry on Netflix has a really great new movie that really kind of has. Have you seen it? Fallen from Grace, I think it's what it's called. A Fall from Grace. That's what it is. A Fall from Grace. I watched it the couple nights before I left for Mexico. Okay. And I will tell you, it got to me big time because. I've known too many people through the years as a pastor who were so needy. Uh, and and uh, let's repeat that title again. It is an excellent it movie is. for this subject. Yes. A Fall from Grace on Netflix by Tyler Perry. Don't forget it. you got to go see it. It's. I mean, you got to watch it on Netflix or call your friend who has Netflix or whatever. Why is that an important movie for this topic? Because it goes in to show when we go into a relationship with need, when we are going in out of our deficit, how vulnerable we are for being taken advantage of, being abused, being hurt, whatever. Financially stripped? Anything. It can be anything. Anything. And, you know, we can't, we need to go in out of our overflow not our need a relationship is not to fill my need okay so the codependents that are listening right now that don't understand this how can we rearrange what you just said because a need-based relationship is going to get you in trouble every single time sure first of all it's you put you in a huge vulnerability to be exploited or taken advantage of exactly Financially, physically, in every all kinds of ways, mentally, emotionally, right? Absolutely, right. Um, but I know we have listeners. I'm sure we do because the world is full of this problem that are so wanting to find that right person because they're miserable. Mm-hmm. They walk around depressed and miserable. They don't want to spend an evening alone, or they don't want to spend a weekend alone, or they can't think of anything to do with their time, and or whatever. Get a job. <laughs> well, so, yeah, but, I mean, but some people do have jobs, but still, they have that need-based thinking because their value doesn't come from within them. Their value comes from what the value that they get in other people around them, which is not a real value. Right? Okay, say that in such a way that I can ring my bell again. Okay, well, I'm going to go for that. Wow, it's Thursday evening and my brain's very tired. But (laughs) when we are always, we're so lonely and we're always out there looking for that perfect relationship to fill our needs, it's because we do not value who and what we are. We have to value who and what we are. And if we value who we are... And accept who we are. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But see, a- again, this this circle just goes back to low it self-esteem, does. doesn't it? Every time. And guys, we don't plan these shows. Can you tell that? <laughs> I mean, we just kind of get on here and start talking. We have a general idea. we got some notes in front of us. We may look down at them. We may not. Just things we've talked about before. But this, it, it's so obvious to me tonight in this show how all this goes together for a healthy relationship. So you want to... Take it and run with that. Yeah, so sure. So I can ring my bell. Yeah, you, you're bell happy tonight, I, I, and I, I love am it. Bell so. happy tonight. I don't, I don't think know. we've had such a bell happy but show we in a have while. Not bell happy. <laughs> bell but happy. No, okay. the truth is, you know, the problem is, is people think one of their problem is one thing, and, and it's really something else. And okay. what I'm meaning by that is, they think their problem is that they're just lonely. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's not the problem. Your loneliness is not your problem. It's lack of value and worth and self-love that is your problem. Because when I have value and worth and self-love, 
I can fill my time with all kinds of things for myself to take care of myself or to give into other people because I have an abundance now I can go share and do volunteer or help a neighbor or whatever. They're busy people when they have healthy self-esteem. And people who retire and just sit in their chair, my grandfather, one of my grandfathers did that and he died of lung cancer a few years later, and and the grand, my grandmother used to say, get out of the chair, take a walk, go do something, see? And when people will get out of their own space, right? I have a friend, she's a client, but she's a friend, and she was the head of a company her husband began many years ago, and when I first met them back in the early 90s, I sold them their first house. And then eventually he passed away, heart attack, and she became the CEO of a very, very successful company. Um, and she decided at some point in the last few years to develop a hobby. She was alone and she, you know, wanted something else to do besides just work all the time. And she started volunteering at a horse farm. And and this sounds like Betty. It's not Betty. <laughs> but um, she started really helping, you know, care for animals. And at some point, she just thought, you know what? I can turn this over to my daughter. I can. I want to do this. This is now my passion. And she doesn't get paid for that. But she fills up her time. She's not dating a bunch of people or things like that. She's just got good friends, family, whatever. I don't know if she dates anybody. I haven't found that out recently. But but I know her time is spent doing this passion that she discovered. You right. know what I'm saying? Because when we have value, we see our strengths. Yes. And we use them. Yeah. She's and not sitting at home feeling sorry for herself that her husband died fairly young of a heart attack. She's gone on with her life. Right. Made a success out of the company and developed a passion on the side. Well, and that's exactly it. That's knowing your value. You know, last night we were talking um, in Bible study about where's your focus. Mm -hmm. And people with healthy self-esteem are focused on protecting their value, knowing their value, knowing their strengths, using their strengths. Yes. And looking out constantly in the ways to... How can I be a blessing to someone? Right. Do better, be better. How can I improve myself, be more than... Then we have individuals who struggle with codependency and where's their focus on what they think they need, what, you know, they are looking for other people for validation. They're looking for other people for value, for love, for purpose, for all kinds of stuff because it's lacking within them. I'll give you, I'll get real personal here. I said last night when I walked into church, I'm not the same person that left two weeks ago, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I've been to Puebla, and uh, this is my third trip, and I grew up in Central America as a missionary's kid. I've been in the culture, but something changed this time. Um, it was I was more interactive with individuals, getting to know them and their heart. And I did some radio stuff and some things we'll see soon, um, and cut some interviews, personal interviews. And, and my goal was, where is your heart? For our street ministry, the lady that started our street ministry is older than I am, and she's been doing this for many, many years, right? Mm-hmm. Why, Caramelita, why did you do this? What's your heart here, mm-hmm. right? And she's been in a difficult marriage. She's been had a lot of heartache in her life. And yet she sat there beside me on the sofa as this was taped two nights ago, and she described her heart, which is love for kids on the streets who have no food, have no blanket, have no way to have Christmas. And so they gave out a bunch of little tiny cars and balls at Christmas and all these little dolls and everything. People, and that was her heart to have somebody else have some happiness. That's the point I wanted to get to. Yes. You want to take that and run with it? And that right there is having healthy self-esteem. Because when our health self-esteem is healthy, we're not keeping it to ourselves. We're sharing our overflow and pouring it out onto others in our life. People want to be around us because we are just overflowing with all kinds of great things to share and strengths and our attitudes are more positive because we're not always focusing all the things we're lacking well this i told her son who now has kind of taken over the actual day-to-day feeding the kids he's an attorney 
He works for Social Security. He's a nurse. Wow. 40 years old. And um, I said, I'd really like to interview your mother, you know, for this this show. And he said, well, I don't know. Let me see if I can get her to agree to. So it came down to Tuesday night, the night before I was to leave, the next morning at 5 a.m. I had, you know, and I get a call from him, and he goes, Mom and I are on our way to your hotel. And I'm like, yay, you know. And I get they get there, and they walk in, Angel, and I'll bring these Sunday, with a whole stack of presents for me. Wow. Yes. I'll show you Sunday. It just broke my heart. I mean, it blessed my heart, but I mean, it also was here. I, I, you know, I'm so grateful because our ministry is giving this money per month. She just wanted to show us her gratitude, and yet she's the one that needs. We need to show her our gratitude, right? Absolutely. And and so she walked. They couldn't find a place to park. It was so busy that evening, and she walked seven blocks as old as she is, to come and be interviewed for this special that we're going to do. And we'll let you all know when it's going to air and, and all that and where. But it, it was, I mean, her heart, I'm sitting here listening to somebody who has given up things for herself. She cooks every day. We went to the grocery and we bought tons of stuff that she makes these little meals for these kids and these older people at night. And and we bought all this stuff and I I was loving it, throwing all the stuff in the carts, you know, filling these things up so she would have a month's worth of the basics to make rice and beans or to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I look at her, I listen to her, I sat on the sofa beside her. And I mean, my heart was just full of this is what the gospel is about. This is what human people need. We get caught up in all of the, oh, well, she said, blah, blah, blah. And we don't think about what our purpose is for this world. No, we, we, you're right. We do. We Enough get, of my preaching. Go ahead with no. that. Run with that. Well, it goes down to where's our focus. Yeah, it does. It really does. And, you know, our focus really determines the quality of life we experience. Right. You know, it's not about how much or how little money we have. No, not at all. That's not what makes us content Mm -hmm. or happy or fulfilled. Right. It's about knowing our purpose and living in our purpose. It's about knowing our value and protecting it. It's about... Protecting our value, right? Yes. Because when we give away our, um, our what? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? When we give away our, uh, to somebody who's not worthy of it. I mean, whether right. it be sexual, whether it be emotional, whether it be uh, financial, people get tie, tied up in all kinds of schemes and scams, you know? And there's a lot of heartache and there's pain heartache. and devastation yes. and real yes. problems that could, I mean, land somebody in prison for. Like, bad things can really happen. And we can't put ourselves on the clearance rack just to have companionship. Oh, 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 oh. back. I got to do my, it's, it's bell night. It's bell night. You want to say that again? I said we can't put ourselves on the clearance rack just to have companionship. Why not? Why not? Because it's going to bring us heartache. It's going to bring us heartache and, pain and all kinds it of will. negative stuff. And and if you think that well, it's a temporary fix. I'm not lonely now. Oh look, I'm not lonely. I've got this guy. And then things happen. And then you go, oh, I don't know why I ever got involved with that guy. I don't know why I didn't see through him. Right? Or Absolutely. vice versa, a woman, a man, or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not gender specific. No, the, at all. The, the the bottom line is is we protect what we value we have to value who we are and we can't even start looking for a romantic relationship until we have worked and on so our self-esteem Carmelita first. said this to me sitting there beside her all in Spanish she said that's why it's going to be a while before we can air it because it's all got to be subtitled into <laughs> English but she was saying I see their faces I see their hearts they're hungry they're cold. Even though it's a it's a stretch. It's hard. I mean, to, to cook and to fix all this for all these kids every single day they do this. I can't imagine. This is not once a day. This is a meal 
every day for as many kids as they can find, they drive and they find them wherever they are. That's like making an effort. That's a huge effort. And, and I guess what I'd like to say tonight is, where is your effort going? Where is your energy going? Is your energy going to try to find the perfect person that's going to meet all your needs? Or is your energy going to an effort to meet other people's needs? Absolutely. Exactly. That's a really important inventory we need to take. I mean, there's, you know, so many individuals, um, not gender specific, but I will pick on women for a minute here, you know, that are buying the $300 face creams, getting the face, you know, getting to surgeries or having, you know, everything more they can to try to look and, younger. Yeah. And the men are doing it too, but really and it's not buying them anything but so much heartache and pain and i sat there beside carmelita and when you see this aired her little wrinkled up face she's probably in her 80s i would imagine i don't know but she or maybe not maybe she's not that old i don't know but just that sweetness the sweetness i mean she walks seven blocks and hands me a stack of presents you know wow heart Where's yeah. our heart? Where's your heart, folks? Where's your heart? Yeah, I'm still quite. I told you it wasn't the same. <laughs> no, I'm, I, no, I'm so. Thank you for being so open and sharing yeah. that with us. Yeah. Can't because wait till that's Sunday. It. That's the bottom yeah. line right here where we're trying to go is where's our heart? Where's your heart? Where's, where's our your focus? focus? You know. What you here for? Exactly. Why are you still alive here? Yeah. What's your purpose? Your big thing, Dr. Angel's purpose and passion. Where's your passion? Where's your purpose? Absolutely. What is it? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? That should be our focus. Wow. Okay, so you have about 30 seconds. <laughs> well, you know, I think we've we've really done a, a good job at showing that total link between self-esteem and quality of relationship, self-esteem and healthy boundaries, self-esteem and codependency or not. And if you have found yourself, yes, I I don't have good healthy self-esteem or I'm, I do not have great boundaries or, oh, I am in that codependent relationship, you can get better and get through it and get healthy. Exactly. We're going to wrap this up next week and we're going to invite you to call in with questions. And if you want to write those questions out, then we'll read them on the air. You can do that too. Uh, we'll see you next week. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac for Go Yard. See you next week. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.